So, uh, I was busy shooting a short film last night, uh, which we can talk about another time. But, uh, so I wasn't present for it, but the Nickelodeon Kids' Choice Awards <laughs> was yesterday. Okay. Um, and during it, they debuted the, uh, the first trailer for the movie, the live-action movie, uh, Dora and the Lost City of Gold. Yeah, I saw a poster for that. It looks not horrible. Yeah, so I watched the trailer, uh, like, early this morning, and it looks so fun and cute. It looks very, it's like a kid's, a kid-friendly Indiana Jones. Okay. Is how a lot of people are describing it. Apparently, Danny Trejo is voicing Boots, which I don't know how I feel about that. His name sounds familiar. Who did he, who is he? He's, uh... You remember Spy Kids, uh, Uncle Machete? I never actually watched Spy Kids. Okay. I wanted so, to when I was younger, but I didn't know how to get my hands on it because I didn't know how movies worked. I was like five. I was like four or five. I remember when this movie came cute. out and I like wanted to see it, but I didn't know how movies work. So I'm like, well, guess I'll never see it ever. And I just never saw it. <laughs> uh, the Spy Kids movies are pretty fun. Um, so in the Spy Kids movies, there's a character named Uncle Machete who is, he's like their cool uncle spy who goes on little adventures around the world. But the same director, uh, Robert Rodriguez, also directed a series of movies called Machete, which is about a man also <laughs> played by Danny Trejo. Oh my god. Which, it's like a hardcore action movie. It's in like, the same really, universe. It's in the same, it's the same character. <laughs> it's just, it's never directly addressed, but it is in fact the same character played by Danny Trejo. And it's so funny. That is really good. But, and anyway, he's in a lot of stuff. Um, oh, he was in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. He's uh, Rosa Diaz's dad. Oh, okay. Yeah. What? Yeah. His voice is like... Yeah, yeah holy it's shit. Really <laughs> deep. And it's really deep and like tough and gritty. That's <laughs> like so funny. Honestly, yeah. I think I dig that choice. That's like, really, really I'm, good. I'm so used to, like, Boots sounding like a kid. Yeah, like a, a <laughs> child, like a baby monkey, but no. Because he probably was voiced by a child. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> and I'm just going to be voiced by <laughs> Danny Trejo. <laughs> uh, Benicio Del Toro uh, from Guardians of the Galaxy is voicing... Uh, swiper <laughs> apparently <laughs> which is very fun oh my goodness i is is dora gonna be like a kid or like she's like a high school aged up okay so she's yeah, still like she they like in the trailer she like uh her parents are like you need to stop you know just living in the jungle with us going on adventures you need to be a regular kid and go to school so they like send her off to live with Diego in like the like suburbia, and she's like adjusting to like school life, and everyone's like, "Of course, Dora has a f fucking giant tomahawk knife in her backpack," you know. This like, sounds she's really good. Like it's I'm it's like, super cute. I'm like and kind very of fun. impressed with like this story. Yeah, like, I'm like I'm okay with it. Like, yeah, if you're gonna it's, make it's a live action good. Dora, just do it right. And I think they're doing yeah, it do right. It fun. <laughs> Yeah. I wonder like, why they 
bothered to make a live action Dora, but like whatever, yeah. I can't be mad. <laughs> it sounds fun. Of like the Nickel of the Nick Jr. properties they could have rebooted and made like a movie out of, I don't know if Dora would have been my first pick. What would have been your first pick? Oswald. Oh my god. <laughs> Obviously. A live action remake of Oswald? No, 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 no. Not, not a live action remake, but like a movie version of Oswald. Oh god. I thought you meant live action. I'm like, what do you envision these <laughs> characters just... looking like? <laughs> it's just Fred Savage and like a <laughs> really just weird... in an octopus suit. <laughs> it's like one of those Oswald mascot costumes. I'm curious if such a thing exists now. Well, like an Oswald fursuit? An Oswald, like, face character at, like, some park or something. Mm, maybe. O- Oswald mascot suit. I'm Googling it right now. Uh, <laughs> I'm seeing Oswald the Lucky Rabbit, which is cute, but not what I'm looking for. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I'm not also, seeing. I'm not seeing the octopus. Damn, that sucks. Damn, that sucks. Um, also, like it is very cool to see like a movie that has like a majority like uh, Latinx cast. Yeah, I think that's like super cool and important and impressive. And honestly, Dora looks really good. Like the person they got to play Dora, she looks like the she looks the part. Yeah, that's I cool. Think. Like she's like she's dressed <laughs> like the character, but like correct. Like she has the hair. They made the hair work somehow. It's very cute. I've... What are you giggling about? <laughs> I found um, not an uh, an Oswald like mascot suit. I found a. Um, it looks like a Halloween costume that like this little kid's okay. mom made. And oh, that's cute. And it's like very cute and it's like very nice like the kid is wearing the oswald suit and he's holding like these two stuffed like uh, it's like a stuffed penguin and um i guess the mom Aww. made like uh what's her name daisy oh that's it's cute. very cute it's a little silly looking and i'm gonna send you the picture uh-huh. over discord <laughs> that sounds fun the kid looks like he's having a good time oh <laughs> <laughs> something really funny about the way this kid is just like clutching daisy it's really funny yeah. <laughs> daisy's his side piece yeah holy shit henry is too <laughs> but everybody knew that of course we all knew which way henry was swinging <laughs> i think oh, man. i think henry has the uh award for the world's gayest penguin <laughs> So a few weeks ago, maybe it was episode two, I think, uh, I was talking about being on medication and it was making me like really sleepy all the time. Yeah, that's pretty common. And it wasn't, and it wasn't doing much for like my actual mental health. It was mostly just making me tired. Um, and so I talked to my doctor about it and she said, okay, so, uh, this medication is working for you. We'll try you out on a different medication. This has a better sort of reception from people who uh don't take well to the first one that you were on so hopefully this will work for you oh okay so the good news is i'm not as tired anymore uh and i definitely like do feel better but also i'm having a pretty good week yeah um so 
that could be it. Here's the problem. Oh, no. So, it doesn't make me tired anymore, but it makes me shit like a bear. <laughs> I, I poop like crazy now. I've never heard of that being a side effect when it comes to, like, antidepressants. Yeah, so, Holy like, I have just been... that's so funny. Yeah, so I've just been shitting like crazy. <laughs> and so, last night, we were at a film... We were at the short film shoot. I'm just gonna, like, apologize on Jesse's behalf to, like, anybody that's listening right now. If you haven't just, like, stopped the podcast at this point, just unsubscribe, just, like... <laughs> Well, that was something I listened to, but I can't do it anymore. We're talking about Jesse's bowels for like the fourth time. I'm so sorry, everybody really listening is, at home. This is the new. This is my new segment. How's Jesse's shit doing? No, we're not doing that ever. Don't don't say that. <laughs> Please. Anyway, so okay, yeah, you, last were, you night. were filming. Sorry. Yeah, we were filming. That's, like, relevant um, to this podcast. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's it's this part isn't relevant. Uh, but we broke for dinner. And we, uh, we went for some McDonald's because I have, like, no money. And I needed something. So we went to McDonald's. And then we tr- uh, we were, we got super lost trying to figure out where we were supposed to go film. Because we, wa- we needed to film at a parking garage, but all of the parking garages were, like, closed, or, like, you needed a permit to park here. Weird. Or it was government property, so you're not allowed to be here, you know? Um, so we just kept going to these different places, and we went, we got super behind schedule. Um, were you guys, like, on campus we- filming? No, like, around town. Oh, okay. Um... And so eventually we found, like, a just a parking lot that we could film in. Uh, and by the time we got there, it was around, like, maybe an hour after that. Maybe, like, seven or eight. And I really needed to go. <laughs> but there was nowhere around for me to go. And they needed me on set. So I was just like, okay, I'm just gonna stay here. And we stayed in that parking lot for two hours. Great. <laughs> just holding it. <laughs> That's just sucks. holding it and sweating. <laughs> <laughs> and eventually it got to a point where I genuinely considered just going in a bush. Yeah. It gets to that point. I, even the even the, director, the greatest fall. The director straight up told me, I have toilet paper in my car if you like need to go to a bush or something. <laughs> what a champion. And I said, I appreciate the offer and I'll consider it but I probably shouldn't. Yeah. Because we're filming in a parking lot that's like, we're it's City Hall. Oh my god. The parking god. lot we were filming at. Direct so action. Could... That's so funny. <laughs> I, can just, I can't just shit in the parking lot at City of Hall. City Hall. Fuck this town. That's so funny. <laughs> it, just occurred to, it just occurred to me, oh yeah, it was City Hall. My main concern was, oh, I don't want to poop in the parking lot, but not, especially now that it's City Hall. God, if you, if you had come on this podcast and you had told me, hey, Leo, Paolo mine, I shit in the parking lot of City Hall in this city that I live in that I can't leave from for a while because I go to school here. If you had told me that, I would have, like, driven to where you are just to high-five you. That's, like, insane. <laughs> That's so funny. 
I'm like a little disappointed that you didn't just shit in the city hall parking lot. Because I Man, used I to live in that area and it sucks. Like, yeah. I don't think I would have been mad at you if you did. <laughs> oh my god. Fuck. I like, honestly, like, everyone can say, like, you should if you, like, really need to go and be a story to tell, at least. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's cool. Everybody's got your back. <laughs> yeah, everyone's got my back. Like, I won't tell nobody. <laughs> you go shit in that Everyone bush. was like, everyone at the end, we were like, okay, let's let's go back to one of our actors' places and, like, just get drunk or whatever. Have, like, a little rap party. That sounds dope and as fuck. And I was fuck. like, I'd, I'd love to, but I have no money for drinks. And I seriously got a shit. I got so a I'm just nuclear go shit brewing. <laughs> I have no. I have like little gas. I'm 30 minutes from my place. I have no money, and I desperately need to poop. So I'm dipping out tonight, fellas. I'm dipping out. Everyone understood. <laughs> it was very. It was super funny. That's a very it was good terrible. story. <laughs> the the story that I almost shit myself. <laughs> in City Hall. <laughs> and welcome to Best Boys Podcast, a show by film students, but not just for film students. I'm your host, Leo. And I'm Jesse, the other one. So, uh, we were on a little bit of an unplanned hiatus, and we had a little bit of, like, awkwardness when it came to um, publishing episodes to our schedule, because Jesse came to visit for spring break. Uh, my roommate moved out, and I converted uh, their old room to an office space, so if it's a little echoey, on my end, that's why. I thought um, you were gonna say, like, I converted to Christianity. I was like, oh, go off, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm Catholic now. Uh, no. No. Not at all. Um, <laughs> wouldn't that be funny? He um, him with a capital H, please. <laughs> that's so funny. My pronouns are the Lord. Anyway. Um, yeah. Uh, Sasha moved out, so their room is now an office space. So I set that up, and then Jesse came to visit, and then we filmed some stuff, so we're going to be uploading a video of some of the stuff that we did. It's probably going to be, like, not a great video, but, eh, whatever. You mm-hmm. get to see what we look like. Because yeah. um, we just, like, kind of forgot to film for, like, the last half of, like, the week that you were here. We sure did. So we, we'll just put in some black text and be like, yeah, we did this too. Yeah. <laughs> um, you get to see my but, ugly mug and Leo's precious baby boy face i'm a baby boy face yeah oh um i didn't write this down as a talking point but yesterday was my one year on t so that's cool yay yay i was so round mm-hmm. and <laughs> i came out to my film club yeah yeah that was trans. really cool yeah and everyone took it very well including my roommates so that's and awesome. then you immediately uh, almost shit in a bush at <laughs> city hall so uh sure you did. made just like a really good first impression on these folks um, so yeah, we, we had a little bit of, uh, we also had a little bit of technical difficulties, um, oh editing boy. and uploading. <laughs> like Our computers two, suck ass. <laughs> two full episodes. Yeah. Like I edited one and then it, my computer crashed and then I went back and finished editing, but I left some shit in by accident because like I couldn't find it after the program you crashed. You left and in so- the most disgusting burp I ever did. 
I swear to God, I combed through the audio for like 30 minutes trying to find it so I could remove it and I couldn't find it. Yeah. I thought like maybe it's saved from when I edited it out like before it crashed, but I guess not. (laughs) But I swear to God, I tried to fix that. Um, And then uh, we have another episode coming out where I just didn't record properly. So my half of the audio sounds like shit, but we're working on it. We are absolutely working on it. (laughs) Also... You left in a couple mentions of the, it's like when you nut, uh, joke in episode six, which was recorded after the, the other one. Yeah. So it's gonna be a little confusing that we're talking about, like, it's like when you nut, like we're referencing something that hasn't happened yet. <laughs> but yeah, like, God. We've I, just been I, I going through some I didn't care enough shit. to comb through the, all of the audio and just like, oh, this is a reference to it's like when you nut. Oh, this is a, another nut joke. <laughs> We're talking about nutting again. God, God damn it. Leo said nut again. What a little freak. <laughs> what an animal. <laughs> <laughs> what a little freaky boy. <laughs> you called Tyler a freak earlier. Calling somebody a freak is just so funny. It really is. As long as you're like close to them, I feel like calling somebody a freak in earnest is like genuinely really mean, but. Oh, for sure. <laughs> so yeah, the next like two episodes are gonna be. Or, like, our previous, like, two episodes are gonna be, like, kind of shitty, but... I feel like, uh, no, actually, yeah, my... my <laughs> the episode where I pitched was not very good, having, like, listened back through it. It's... Mm... What do you mean? I liked your... I liked listening to you, like, pitch your shit. I think we, like, I mean, walked yeah, through it, like, I mean, yeah, but, like, the, like, the well. ten-minute preamble of, Oh, I, I'm too scared, uh, I'm too scared to pitch it, uh. I mean, I cut it out so that it made sense chronologically with the episode, but it wasn't, like, too much, but, yeah. uh, maybe it'll be a little pussy-ass bitch and it won't be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> maybe stop having fucking social anxiety, you loser. Fucking idiot. You fucking weenie. Bear your soul more easily, idiot. <laughs> um... So today's episode, I'm gonna be talking about, uh, one of my projects that I'm working on right now, because in my... Uh, storyboarding class um, where for because we just got back from spring break and for like pretty much the rest of the semester we're going to be working on one final animatic and uh, so it won't be like an entire um, short film but I might build on it in the future and make it something like bigger and like full color because she wants us to do it like black and white but just because it's easier but I have a an animatic project that I'm working on and I'm like doing some concept art and like I'm gonna have to write a script probably like after school tomorrow I don't know um but I've got some concept art going um I have some on my Instagram if you want to check it out it's uh at gouache boy g-o-u-a-c-h-e dot boy yeah I'm like really excited about this project I love your characters so much they're so adorable um I actually got somebody on Instagram send me like a message request and they said whenever i eat lemon heads i think of your little fruit dudes oh that's cute i'm like no don't eat them <laughs> but um no. <clears throat> don't eat my boys so um <clears throat> when jesse came over over spring break we just like doodled on my couch together for a bit and i oh, drew this like speaking of which sorry to cut you off no, uh, you're good. Can you scan and send me the Sonic and Knuckles holding the pride flags? Because yeah. I actually want to, like, like finish them up in, uh, like, Photoshop and whatever. Yeah, and, I like, can do that. Uh, like, do it good. Because <laughs> I yeah. really like how they came out. <laughs> <clears throat> 
Tyler saw the drawings on the um, table and was like, you didn't draw these, did you? I'm like, nah, that was Jesse. <laughs> Tyler was like, this doesn't look like you. This doesn't look like how you draw. Yeah. Um, but we were... So, of course, Jesse drew Sonic and Knuckles. And I drew... Um, I just, like, doodled. But I came up with, like, this really cute little guy. He's just, like, a lad. He's a green lad with a lime for a head. And he's got, like, a little leaf and, like, sprout thing coming out of his head. And I think he's just, like, the cutest thing. So and then I started... Cute. I started thinking about, like, more shit that I could do with him, and, um, my original idea, so, my, my teacher in that class, uh, she, like, gave me some ideas on how to make the story make sense a little bit more, and I actually thought that what she said was a good idea, because, um, usually whenever she gives me feedback, it's, she winds up making it more difficult than it needs to be, I feel like, especially Mm. when I had her for stop motion last semester, because, like, we had already built the stuff, And it's, like, or, like, we hadn't built the stuff yet, like, the sets or the puppets or whatever. So, like, we hadn't come to those problems yet, so we didn't know how to solve them. But, anyway, she she gave me some advice for the story that I thought would be cool. But, anyway, I came up with Lime Man. um, I think that's just going to be his name. I don't feel like coming up with another name. But Lime Man, and he's gay, of course, because I'm gay, and I said so. Um, (laughs) They're my characters, and I'll make them gay if I want. What's um, that Noel Stevenson tweet that's like, um, unless I say otherwise, assume that all of my characters are gay? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. That's that's kind of how I work. Me too. But um, it centers around Lime Man, who works as a freelance artist for a like local graphic design company in this like cute little town. Um... I got a lot of inspiration and just, like, tonally and, like, the idea of just having a cute little city filled with, like, you know, fruit people and, like, little animal friends and, like, the occasional human, maybe. Kind of like how regular show just, like, has humans mm. in it for some reason and then also, like, animals and whatever. Yeah. It made just me kind think, of a... It also made me think of Oswald, as we mentioned earlier, and also, like, a little bit of chowder, kind of. Yeah, with, that's like, the true. food aesthetic. The, um, I could see that. But uh, Jesse and I just like watched two hours of Oswald while while you visited. That was like really fun. I love. Uh, I don't remember liking Oswald much as a kid. But I don't either. Yeah, but after watching it, it was very sweet and wholesome. It's so cute. It's like the most adorable little show. Yeah. Um, it's like so soothing. I didn't like it as a kid because it was boring. But like, yeah. as an adult, just like watching it and going like, yeah, everything's okay. And like, yeah. This cute little octopus dude and his gay penguin friend are, like, they're gonna go on a picnic or some shit. Like, it's just so pleasant and sweet. And his big lesbian flower friend. Yes! She's such a lesbian. I love her. Yeah. (laughs) But, um, I, it centers around Lime Man. He works for a graphic design company, um, as an artist, and he, whenever he's at work, um, down the street from the, uh, his office is a flower shop, and... This guy rides, he does like flower deliveries, he works for them, and he rides a bike with like a little cart attached to the back with like little flowers in them for like his deliveries. And almost every day he rides past um, Lime Man's office, and so he'll see him through the window. And I want to like do like kind of a montage of uh, like Lime Man seeing, I'm just calling him Apple Guy because he's a handsome Apple Guy. Uh-huh. Um, he wears a leather jacket and Ooh. cool boots, and <laughs> he works for a flower shop, so you know he's got a soft interior. Of course. Um, he's, uh, he's like, dream man. 
Anyway, <laughs> um, but Lime Man has a crush on him, and I want to like make it Sounds clear like that you he's... have a crush on him. I do. Yes. Um, <laughs> I'm going to have to voice act, like, all of this, so I'm going to have to really get in the heads of my oh, characters. Damn, that's fun. Yeah, I'm excited to voice Lime Man. I think he's going to be cute. Yeah. He's going to be, like, fun to do. Real quick, Lyman is a name. <laughs> Lyman, really? Yeah, so, like, uh, this is off topic, but, like, Garfield in the Garfield comics, the original... <laughs> the original this owner is just for like Odie. on Garfield? <laughs> the original owner for Odie uh, was John's roommate and neighbor or neighbor or something uh named lyman like huh. l-y-m-a-n okay so like whenever you sound say, like i'm saying lyman yeah kind of whenever you say lime man it sounds like you're saying lyman <laughs> that's funny <laughs> it makes you think of that so it's like oh that's actually a name but then you say apple guy and i'm like oh <laughs> yeah it's just apple guy i i yeah. have their names like in my head like ram boss human girl plant lesbians <laughs> Oh, that's fun. I like that. I, I designed some background characters earlier. I posted them on my Instagram. <gasps> I didn't see them. I'll have to look. Okay. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, Apple Guy rides past uh, Lime Man's office every day, and he's shy, wants to talk to him, thinks that he's really cute. Oh, but, like, I love doesn't. them. Yeah, I think they're really cute. <gasps> there is, there's you. <laughs> yeah, I, I put my little alligator I love self it. in. <laughs> Yeah, so Lime Man is shy. He wants to talk to this dude, but just, like, hasn't yet. And um, on this one particular day, he's working on a design for a local, like, uh, I think it was, like, an orange stand or, like, a fruit stand or something. Um, I have it written down. I don't remember. It's minor detail. But he's working on, um, like, thumbnails or sketches or something for designs for a client. And his boss comes over and says, like, you need to have, uh, like... He's distracted by Apple Guy as he's riding past again, and um, he, like, stops to do something on the cart, <clears throat> and then uh, he's distracted by Apple Guy. He's brought back to the real world by his boss, and his boss is like, hey, you need to have these, like, rough sketches or thumbnails or whatever done by 3.30, and uh, Lime Man looks at the clock, and it says 3. So he's like, fuck, okay, I have 30 minutes left to finish these. I got most of them done, but I still have some stuff I need to do. He looks back out the window, and um, Apple Guy is riding away, but he notices something on the ground behind him. So he walks out, and he sees a rose with, like, a little card on it, and he assumes that it's one of um, Apple Guy's deliveries. And he's like, oh, my God, I have to get this back to him. Like, I don't want him to get, like, in trouble or something for, like, not delivering his flower correctly. And um, so chase scene ensues he like looks back at the office sees his boss through the window and just like grits his teeth and is like okay i'm gonna go find him give it back and then i'm gonna be back to the office in time to finish up the rest of my drafts by 3 30 i'm gonna do this so he chases after him jumps over like carts like has people say hi to him and whatever like i have a neighbor a neighbor girl or like human girl um I have her as being, like, this rad skateboarding chick, and, like, maybe he runs into her and, like, asks to borrow her skateboard or whatever, so he's, like, chasing this dude down, like, throughout the street, um, and I, I just really like how I'm in I'm envisioning this, the town to look in my head, so I want to really focus on, like, backgrounds and stuff in this, like, scene, and I want to, like, make the town seem very lively and cute, in case I wanted to do more with it in the future, but, um, so Lime Man finally catches up to Apple Guy, there's, um, the... Flower shop is right next to a, um, uh, like a 
Italian restaurant, and there's like a little courtyard where you can eat outside. So he sees Apple Guy go like through the courtyard around the back entrance of the flower shop, and um, he follows him into the courtyard, and he finally is like, "Stop! Like, please! Like, I've been trying to catch up with you." And Apple Guy turns around, and Lime Man's like, "Hey, like, you dropped this in front of my office. Like, I thought it was for a uh, uh, a delivery of yours, and I didn't want you to get in trouble." Blah blah. blah. He's just like rambling and like blushing and like doesn't know how to like talk to this dude. He's like, I'm sorry, I just wanted to give you this because I didn't want you to get in trouble with your boss. <clears throat> and Apple Guy just starts laughing, and then Lime Man feels, like, shitty about it, and is like, oh my god, like, this dude's laughing at me, like, what if I made a mistake, or whatever. And Apple Guy's like, did you read the card? And Lime Man's like, no, I figured that would be rude. And Apple Guy, like, takes the flower, turns it around, and gives it to him. And it says coffee sometime with his number. <laughs> and then I think I'm just going to end it there because then there's like, well, does he get back to finish his drafts for his yeah. job? In time? <laughs> like nobody cares. Like that's not the purpose of the, yeah. the short. I don't think I'm going to continue it after that, but I wanted that to be the end and I wanted it to be cute and open ended if he got his designs done or if he got fired. I, I don't think love he got fired. It. I yeah, love I, it I'm so like, much. I think it's a really sweet, like very short to the point like i feel like it'd be i think it would be a challenge just because of like the chase scene and like all of the backgrounds that i'm gonna have to do but i think it's gonna be really fun and Mm -hmm. i think the characters are simple enough that they won't be horrible to draw over and over and over yeah because when i had to do a storyboard for um amadeus those were like real ass people with like powdered wigs and like really intricate costumes and stuff like this dude is like a stick figure with like a green head like it's Mm -hmm. it's whatever yeah i'm not that worried about it I'm a hopeless romantic, so, like, the second you said that, like, he drops one of the roses and Lime Man, like, picks it up, that I immediately thought, I immediately knew where it was going, and I just, yeah, I just was smiling the entire time, it's so yeah, cute. Yeah, you, you were, like, covering your, your, like, mouth with your hands, like, yeah. as I was telling you about it. <laughs> yeah, it's so cute, I love it. I definitely want to upload that onto the channel once I'm finally done with Please it. I hope do. I like it. I, like, really like this project a lot. And, like, later on in my major, I'm going to have to take a 2D production class where, like, the entire class is, like, one big studio and you just make one short film over the entire semester. It sounds mm. really fun. I'm really excited for it. And you have to, like, pitch your idea. Um, and I'm wondering if i like my animatic using that to pitch it so that we could fully animate it but if there's people in my class that are going to be shitty about everybody being gay then like i would much rather have creative control than have somebody in my class go like well what if we made the apple a girl or something it's like no they're gay for a reason i made them gay because i'm gay like yeah don't straight wash my story (laughs) straight wash like i made them gay for a purpose yeah the purpose is me yeah, the purpose is I want to see more cute little gay cartoons, so I'm going to make them. Yeah. That's really fun. I love Yeah, I'm, like, really excited about it, and doing, like, concept art for it has been, like, really cool. It's something that I've been, like, consistently excited about, rather mm-hmm. than, like, like, even when I was doing concept art and shit, and I'm, like, actually excited to, like, write the script and, like, um, <clears throat> uh, like, draft, like, camera angles and, like, the uh like thumbnails and stuff for like the actual board like I'm, I'm really excited to work on it and i'm glad i have like a decent amount of time to work on it like i have about a month mm-hmm. which is dope i'm excited oh um 
I also have something that I wanted to talk about that's pretty cool. Uh, I have a neat opportunity going on in my area. So I live in South Florida, so the um, uh, the Tampa International Gay and Lesbian Film Festival is like a pretty big deal here. It was founded in, um, I think, the early 90s, but when it was first founded, uh, it had like a really big, uh, had like a really high, like, rate of people who would show up like their their numbers for people who like attended the events and stuff like not even just the main film festival but like whenever they would host like screenings or whatever throughout the year there would be like a shit ton of people that would show up it was like huge but um since it was founded like kind of a while ago and they haven't been doing a lot of outreach to like the younger generations and like the older generations are like not as invested with the community or they're not as um they just like don't go to the events anymore or unfortunately some of them may have passed away just because they've gotten older um <clears throat> but the turnout rate for all of tiglyph's um uh, events and stuff has gone down over the years like by a lot like events that used to have like hundreds of people show up maybe have like 30 now which really sucks so um <clears throat> my uh storyboarding professor that I was talking about a little bit earlier earlier ago. Uh, she is jurying. She is a juror for um, another local film festival that's going on around here, and she met the uh, founder for Tiglef, and she mentioned me and my films from last semester that you can find on um, this channel because they're very like you know centered on being trans or like my transition or you know being LGBT in some way. So mm -hmm. she mentioned my work to him. And then she emailed him later on and was like, hey, like, I mentioned my student, Leo, like, he's a hard worker and he's a good, like, film student, blah, blah, blah. And um, the founder emailed her back and was like, hey, like, here's my email address with Tiglyph, like, have him email me and, like, we can talk about this, like, opportunity that I have. So I emailed him and then somebody else got back to me. But basically, after we, like, talked on the phone about what it would entail, I am now a founding member of the... Uh, Tiglyph like youth outreach program we're going to be hosting um, events and stuff all over South Florida and trying to get people especially like people our age more involved in like uh, film competitions and like Tiglyph as a whole and like we're trying to get more people involved so basically this feels very save the rec center e because <laughs> um, because uh, if we don't like get more people our age involved with this uh, festival and this like organization it will die off like mm -hmm they won't be able to keep it running anymore because nobody's interested. So there's like no point in having it anymore. So we are pretty much going to be um, hosting some like smaller film festivals. We're going to be doing some screenings. I suggested that we uh, have some workshops and like, uh, like educational club meetings and stuff so we can like get more people involved that way. So I'm, I am a big uh, film event coordinator for a very popular local film festival, so that's fucking dope. Yeah, that's and so exciting. I'm, like, pumped as shit, and we haven't really done too much yet. We haven't really even decided on a name for the uh, committee, but it's still, like, a really exciting prospect, and I look forward to putting that on a resume. <laughs> yeah. And uh, working with Tiglyph would probably give me more opportunities to show my, like, work publicly, and it makes me want to make more shit so yeah. I can have not just show the same like two films over and over so those were the only things that uh i wanted to mention i have something else that i wanted to talk about but it'll be during like housekeeping stuff at the end of the episode do you mm -hmm. have anything you want to mention yes 
Um, so, as, as I mentioned a bit earlier, uh, I was on a set for a short film uh, yesterday and about two or three weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, You've been and... shooting that pretty consistently for the past, like, month, right? Uh, it's only been two weekends. It's only been gotcha. two days of shooting. Uh, just spread across, uh, multiple, uh, weeks due to, like, spring break and, uh, just things happening and whatnot. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, but anyway, uh, so we, uh, just wrapped on filming, uh, yesterday, and it's very exciting. I, for those wondering, I was the, uh, slate operator for most of the <laughs> production, which if you don't know what that is... It's the person who uh, hits the clapperboard, <laughs> and that's it. Honestly, that's the best job. Like, why it's, would you even is... want to get into film unless you got to do that? Exactly. It's honestly at least like, once. Yeah, it's it was. That's honestly like always been a dream of mine to like be the person to like clap in <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, I've, like I had set. to do that. I had to do that last semester for my b- beginning film class when they were, when um God that entire sentence just came out wrong. <clears throat> I had to do that last semester in my beginning film class because we were doing, like, a Swede thing, like, a bad remake of Jumanji. So okay. for, like, one day of filming, I, like, did that. It was fun. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy the clapper board. It's very fun. Yeah. Um, the filming schedules got a little hectic on both days. Uh and we ran out of battery a couple times yesterday on oh, the camera, shit. so there's a lot of, um, a lot of running around, a lot of trying to figure out, oh god, what are we gonna do? <laughs> a lot of, okay, we'll just have to make the most of this take as we can, you know. Uh, but I, I think it turned out pretty good what we have so far. Uh, it's not edited together yet, and it's not finished, finished. But it looks pretty promising and fun. It's like a murder mystery comedy about a podcaster who gets framed for murder. Uh, that does sound like a really cool premise. I'm and, like pretty excited his, about it. His podcast is about the song Songbird by Kenny G. Okay. So he just does a bunch of episodes of his podcast talking about... Uh, I'm talking with the hairstylist from the music video for the video Songbird uh, by Kenny G. <laughs> oh my god. Or like whatever. What a specific podcast. That's really, it really funny. Is, it's so funny. And now a killer is framing him for murder because he's like killing people and like playing the song Songbird by Kenny G at oh, all fuck. the crime scenes. <laughs> That's really funny. It's very funny. Um, like it's it's so goofy. Uh, the the person who plays the uh, the killer is very fun. He's very he's very cute. <laughs> he's so cute. Yeah. Is it who I think it is? Um, no, no. It, okay, it's it's not David. Okay. David was the director. He could get it. <laughs> the the guy who uh played the killer is gay however cool yeah uh and he's yeah he could get it (laughs) he could get it too cool he's super cute 
There's being... so many cute people at my college. Yeah. Like, <laughs> since I moved here, I was like, wow, look at all this schmeat. Schmeat. <laughs> schmeat. I swear to God, I fall in love with a new twink every, like, 20 minutes at school. God, me fucking too. <laughs> I might be butchering the intro a little bit for this one, but here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, and all uh, everyone in between, get ready for America's favorite game show, Crap Ass Comic Book Characters Roundup. <laughs> okay, John Cena, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so this is Crap Ass Comic Characters Roundup. Uh, we're back. I think I think this might be the second episode in a row to feature this segment. <laughs> So, it might be. I have no idea what the chronology of our episodes is at this I point. I think it is. At this point, uh, so... Oh, really quick. You saying the word roundup just immediately implanted the Woody's Roundup song just, like, Same. directly into my brain. Yeah, that's what I think <laughs> so every time I hear the word roundup. It's time for Woody's Roundup. He's the very best. He's the rootinest, tootinest cowboy in the wild, wild west. Anyway. Woody's Roundup. Round <laughs> <laughs> it's a fun song. It's a, it's a, it's a bop. Yodeling. That's Jesse. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So, this is the show where I, this, this is the segment, not the show, where I list four uh, comic book characters, one of which is not real, I made it up, but the other three are absolutely real. Uh, and our first, uh, our first bit, uh, is the Doom Patrol edition, because as, okay. uh, I'm not sure if you know this, Doom Patrol is now a series on DC Universe, uh, the, the much-needed, uh, DC exclusive streaming service. Oh, fuck, I didn't know that was a thing yet. Oh, yeah, so that's I knew they were, where... like, talking about it, I didn't know it was actually a thing now. Yeah, that, that's where, like, Titans, uh, the new season of Young Justice, um, I think a few, like, uh, direct-to-streaming, uh, like, animated DC movies. They're doing a Harley Quinn show with, I think, one of the women from Big Bang Theory. Okay. Um, I don't know. Interesting. Uh, but anyway, uh, and they just launched a, a show based on the Doom Patrol, which is a group of really weird superheroes and anti-heroes and whatnot. So here are some characters who are associated with the Doom Patrol. They can either they're be not a even villain. in it. They're just acquaintances. They, they can either be like a villain of the Doom Patrol, or they can be a member or a former member or what have you. They're the, they're in the Doom Patrol subcommittees. Yeah, the the Doom Patrol cinematic universe. Gotcha. Um, the Peppa Pig cinematic universe. So we have Sven Larsen, aka Animal Vegetable Mineral Man. Danny the Street, Dr. Jane Payne, a.k.a. Sunday Best, and Erwin Schwab, a.k.a. Ambush Bug. So Animal Vegetable Mineral, mineral, mineral Man has to be real. <laughs> he is, yeah. Yeah, like... <laughs> I'm gonna go with uh, the second to last one. What was that one? Uh, Jane Payne, Sunday Best. Yeah, I'm gonna go with that one. Yeah, she's fake. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like something you would come up with. That does sound like something I would come up with. Sweet, Danny the I win. Yeah, Danny the Street is a that sentient. That was my second guess. That's a sentient slab of street. 
that's a Doctor Who episode, isn't it? Probably. Like, a really bad one that none of the fans talk about. It, like, sucks. It sucks Almost so much. Almost certainly, yeah. But there is, like, a character in the DC universe who is just a street, and he can teleport. <laughs> He's a teleporting street. What? <laughs> what in God's name? I want you to look up a picture of Animal Vegetable Mineral Man. Okay. Because this 20 clown... 20 questions, lad. This qu- this. This clown looks incredible. Animal? Vegetable? He's like, because, like, the, the animal, the vegetable, and the mineral they pick for this guy is, like, stellar pick. <laughs> stellar choices. So he is part animal, part vegetable, part mineral, and part man. And also, it's important to mention that the animal is, in fact, a dinosaur. I found him. <laughs> and I sent you the picture that I'm looking at on Discord, so now you have to look at it too. <laughs> yeah, that's him. What a horrific beast. <laughs> He's part mineral, part vegetable, part animal, part man. God, they Dinosaurs sure do- aren't minerals. <laughs> Fuck, that's the, that's the episode title right there. <laughs> Dinosaurs aren't minerals. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, and the our, our second and last edition of today's uh, episode of uh, Crap-Ass Comic Characters Roundup is Archie and Alliteration Edition. So these are characters from the Archieiverse. So these are Archie comics? Yes. These are the characters of Archie Comics, but the fun little twist here is... In the Doom Patrol. In <laughs> the Doom Patrol. Uh, they all have alliterative names. Okay. So Those are always fun. I enjoy those. I love alliterative names in uh, comic books. Um, especially here because we have some real winners here. Moose Mason. Love Dilton, that. Dilton Doily. <laughs> Ryan Ross. And Fangs Fogarty. 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 Okay. Read them again. Moose Mason. Dilton Doily. Ryan Ross. And Fangs Fogarty. I'm gonna go with Dilton Doily. Nah, it was Ryan Ross. Damn, I thought that was too boring. Ryan Ross is a member, former member of Panic at the Disco. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> shows how much I know. Dilton Doily is, in fact, an Archie Comics character. I knew is... who Moose was. Like, yeah, Moose, that sounds big... familiar. Yeah, there's definitely, like, a big Moose. Uh, and... That did sound familiar. That, like, checks. Yeah, and I'm not familiar with Fangs. I'm not familiar with most Archie characters. Uh, I've never heard of Fangs Fogarty, but I love them. <laughs> I love the name. Fangs Fogarty is, um... If the author of My Immortal wrote, like, an Archie fan yeah. fiction. <laughs> Fangs Fogarty. Jughead's, like, sexy vampire cousin. God! You know that, that, you know that, that like, oh, the fuck. author of My Immortal sexy would vampire, have... No, sexy vampire brother, 
played by the other uh, Dylan uh, Sprouse twin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know that uh, the my immortal chick would have such a hard on for Jughead. Fuck, you know she would. Yeah, <laughs> he's gothic now. He's gothic. Um, Moose so Mason that... handed me a gun. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't already, please read um, uh, My Immortal. My Immortal. Like, it's but you have to classic. read it with like a group of friends, Prefer- preferably a group of friends where at least two of them have had like an emo phase, so they like relate yeah. to the character. Uh-huh. That was really funny to watch Sasha and Tyler both be like, "Yeah, that was a good song, actually." <laughs> yeah, that was really funny. Um, and you fell over laughing when you heard Voldemort handed me a gun. Yeah, that was very good. That was probably the best part of that entire fic. The emo Marty McFly at the end. That was so dumb. It was so dumb. I think that might have been dumb on purpose. I think that might have been. Every bit of that, every bit of that fanfiction is just like wild. Yeah. yeah, like, I cannot figure out if it's fake or not, and I don't know if I want to know. Me neither. Um, but yeah, that was, uh, that was crap-ass comic characters roundup. Don't you have another segment as well? Cinema! But it's not. Cinema! But so, it's not? But it's not. So, Cinema is a segment where I talk about a movie that I saw in the cinemas with my mom. This is a movie... That I did see in the cinemas, but it wasn't with my mom. It was with my friend Nelly. So shout out to Nelly. Said, shout out to Nelly. She's awesome. Like, like, comment, and subscribe if you like Nelly. <laughs> <laughs> comment below. Just tell you how much you like Nelly. <laughs> I still have never met Nelly. I'm sure she's great. Hello. She's very sweet. <laughs> I'm Jesse's best friend. Nice to meet you. <laughs> Through the airwaves. <laughs> oh my god. So, I went and saw Us with Nelly uh, the other day. Oh yeah, I've heard good things? I've heard it's very good scary. Things. Yeah, it's very scary. So this is Jordan Peele's new movie, Us, following up on Get Out. Uh, it's... I wanted to say, uh, I didn't give Captain Marvel... No, never mind. I was gonna say... Uh, for some reason, I thought I'd, uh, I did a, a cinema on Captain Marvel. I didn't. Um, it's very good. Uh, 21 out of... It's the first... It's the 21st in the MCU. That's how I'm writing it. 21 out of 21 movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It can um, buy alcohol. Yeah. Um, the Lego Movie 2 gets a 2 out of... It's the second one. And... <laughs> Uh, and Mary Poppins Returns gets a 60 out of, it's probably set in the 60s, I think. Um. I have no idea if that's correct or not, but I don't think it is. Me fucking neither. I'm pretty sure it's, like, Victorian England or something. Maybe not Victorian. It's, like, maybe the 20s. Alright, I'll give it a, a 20 out of, it's in the 20s, I think. I'm googling it. When? It might be World War II era England. Maybe it's World War One. Does Mary Poppins take place? No, it's Mary Poppins Returns. Yeah, but it's the same like time period. I'm assuming. Oh no, no you're right. It's like, like it's like thirty years after. Yeah, you're right. Because uh, Ben Schwartz, not Ben Schwartz, the the one guy you like. 
Oh, Ben Wishaw, yeah. Ben Wishaw, yeah. He's he's the kid from the first one. It just says that it came out in 1964. It doesn't really say when it was set. But, like, their costumes are way too old-timey for it to be set in the 60s, right? It, you're probably right. All right, I'm going to Google it. Um, Mary. Okay, Mary Poppins Returns is set in 1930s London. Oh, 24 okay. years after the events of the original film. Okay. So the original okay. was set around, like, the turn of the century. Okay, so I'm giving it a 30, a 30 out of it was set in the 30s. Fantastic. Because, like, if you give a movie an actual rating, people are going to be mad at you. Like, oh, how come you gave Green Lantern a 7 out of 10 and you gave this movie a 6 out of 10? That's not right or whatever. I've never seen Green Lantern. And it's probably not worth a 7 out of 10. So, yeah, probably. <laughs> but anyway, so I'm going to give them all garbage scores that are technically true anyway. <laughs> um, so Us is... Um, it's about a family that is accosted by their doppelgangers. Are they from another universe? Are they from uh a science experiment are they supernatural is it a metaphor for slavery what's going on here um i'm not gonna should we do spoilers or should we not what do you think i would say spoilers and then be like skip ahead if you don't want to hear it okay so skip ahead to the end uh it'll be time coded in the description um probably <laughs> it <laughs> We'll we'll figure it out. We'll 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 time code it. Uh, so, uh, it's they are from they're the shadows. They live beneath the earth in a bunch of tunnels, sort of an abandoned subway system. Okay. Like the, all across America, and it's it's a lot of metaphors and a lot of uh, subtext and a lot of what does it all mean, sort of. And because the movie just came out, it's kind of hard to know exactly what it all means since yeah. no one wants to, like, spoil it online, especially not the director because he wants people to go see the movie. Um, So it'll probably make more sense as more things come out about it later on. But as it stands right now, it is a little confusing and a little convoluted. <laughs> Yeah. Just how everything, just how it all falls into place. Because Get Out, I think, makes a lot more structural sense of, like, this is decidedly what it is about. It's about the commodification of black culture in America by white Americans. Yeah, and that's, it's like, like very, pretty... It's very, like, clean-cut that. And Us is... Uh, I think Jordan Peele has said that he's not, he doesn't have an active, as active a political or social statement to make with us as with Get Out because uh, he just wanted to make a horror movie that happened to be about a black family instead okay. of a white family, which That's I think fair, is yeah. good. Yeah. Sometimes it doesn't have to be that deep. It can just be a scary yeah. movie. That's cool. Yeah. I think he said something to the effect of if you uh, make a, a movie, you know, a black movie or whatever, in quotes, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and and every single, like, movie that stars mostly black people has to make a point about being black or whatever. Yeah, it has to make yeah, a or it has to be like, some, like... It kind of, it kind of takes away from, like, that's why I want to make movies where 
the fact that a character is gay is sort of like it's just a side thing it's not yeah. the main thing of the entire story it's just and this character is gay anyway yeah it's not otherwise a it's gay sort of movie just... it's just a movie with gay people yeah because otherwise it makes it sort of a like oh, i'm gonna go see that black movie instead of like i'm gonna see a movie yeah which it kind of like, like it... it like tokenizes the entire yeah, movie exactly. yeah exactly yeah. i totally get uh, it i totally get it too um and i think it's probably a good idea i lupita nyango in this movie who plays the the mother of the family she is so good yeah she's amazing in this movie yeah uh as both the main character and as her evil doppelganger uh she's like i'm expecting an oscar nomination for her for best actress like genuinely i hope she fucking gets it i hope so too um winston duke uh who plays mbaku in black panther he's the dad and he is very cute as the dad in this (laughs) he's got like little glasses on he's doing sort of a jordan peele impression really that's funny yeah so like if you like if you watch the trailer like he kind of does a little bit of a peel mannerism sort of (laughs) like just like in his voice it's very funny and like super cute um Mbaku's so hot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, I so enjoy attractive. him. Yeah, he he's very good looking. Yeah, um, yeah, the acting is great. The cinematography is great. The like the little sort of parallels and like little like hints and Easter eggs and whatnot are like very well placed. I think uh, the foreshadowing is really good. Some of it less so, I feel, but like so like there's a bit early on where uh Lupina Nyong'o's character is watching a commercial in the 80s for like uh like some sort of charity it's like hands across america and it shows like a bunch of like it shows like america like the country and like just a stretch of like red stick figures holding hands across like the across the country mm-hmm. and like at the end of the movie, all of the the doppelgangers around the world are in America holding hands across the country. Huh. And it's like, it's a neat little callback, and it's a neat little, oh, okay, oh, alright, I see where you're going for. But also, like, what? <laughs> yeah, it seems... It's good symbolism, but it's also like, wait, what? Like, why? <laughs> yeah, why? What, what, is it, what does it mean? And maybe it's be- I don't know, it's sort of a thing of maybe I'm not- That's the thing, is like, I'm not sure if it's a cultural thing, or if it's a me being stupid thing, or the movie not being stupid, but like, just being kind of like- I mean, movies are allowed to have flaws, it's okay. Yeah, no, no, I I get that. I'm trying to figure out, like, is it like, maybe I don't understand it because- I'm white. Yeah, maybe it's like a statement that, like, if I were a black person, I would like get it. Yeah, or maybe it's something that's just painfully obvious, and I'm not getting it. Or maybe the movie's just kind of talking out its ass, which is possible. But Hmm. I don't necessarily expect that from Jordan Peele after Get Out. Uh, That's fair. Yeah, I will say the movie's very good and it's very scary. Nelly saw it with me, and she was 
curled up in a ball the entire time. Yeah, I probably would have been too. She was, like, every so often, like, she would, like, she would be curled up on a ball and ask me, like, Jesse, what's happening? What's happening, Jesse? I'm not looking. <laughs> That's me, like, any time I see a horror movie with my friends. I'm like, you have to narrate the entire thing to me, just so you know. What I, um, at one point, she, like, uh, like, as the lights were coming down in the cinema, she asked me, are there jump scares in this? And I said, yeah. And she <laughs> said, <laughs> Fuck. It was super I, cute. I do not watch horror movies. The last horror movie that I watched was uh like Annabelle Creation or something. Ooh. It was like the sequel to Annabelle or whatever, like a prequel or I don't know. Yeah, I, it's I, a that's prequel. the only that's the only one of those movies that I watched. But um I watched that and I had nightmares for a year, so I have not watched another uh horror yeah. movie. I am like not good with horror. I feel like it's one of those things where like the more you watch it, the more you become accustomed to it. But, like, yeah. why would I, I do that movies. to myself? Like, I'm not going <laughs> to fucking do that to myself. Like, I don't want to give myself, like, really bad anxiety and, like, literally take a toll on my mental health for an entire year, like, just for funsies. Like, it's not worth it. Yeah, I love horror movies. Uh, every time I go into a horror movie, um, like, just seeing, like, the logo for the studio pop up, I go, like, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I get like sort of hyped. Like I'm like my my like spine starts tingling, and I'm like, ooh, something's about to happen. I'm like, ready I'm to gonna get, get scared. <laughs> yeah, it's a spooky time. Yeah, I really liked us. Um, I kind of wish I liked it more. I think I might have to see it again. Yeah, that's fair. To like get more out of it, and I think I might have to wait for like jordan peele to start talking about it publicly like yeah. what it all means or maybe read some like fan theories or whatever um or something i don't know uh i'm gonna have to look into it further but as of now i'm giving it uh i'm gonna give it a four out of there's four people in the family that's what i was thinking it was <laughs> that's funny yeah or also giving it an eight out of there's eight people if you count the other uh, members of the family. Ooh, Ooh. <laughs> spooky. Yeah. Also, uh, also against spoilers, the white family dies first. <laughs> yes. So that's a fun little <laughs> little twist on the genre. <laughs> that is fun. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also. The use of music in the movie is very good. Uh, so they used the song I Got Five on it to market the trailer. Uh, you know, the I Got Five on it. It's like a rap song about weed. Um, no, I don't think so. I don't think I've heard that one. Uh, it's really catchy. dope, though. I like weed. Yeah. Um, but th- so they use the song, like, throughout the movie. And, like, you hear kind of, like, the a version of the beat in, like, the final confrontation between the Lupita Nyong'o characters. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's, like, a fight between the two of them, and you just hear in the background, like, this sort of, like, slowed-down, like, like strings cover, like, so it's a little spooky and intense, but it's also, like, that's I Got Five on It by Lunas. <laughs> that sounds, like, a little goofy. It's a little goofy, but it's still kind of, like, ooh. <laughs> interesting the cinematography the cinematography that's poetic cinematography. cinema you silly goose 
Yeah, I know. I'm obviously mm-hmm. not. <laughs> oh, there's a really funny joke about like Alexa and Google and whatever. Oh no. Uh, where the white family's, like, being murdered by their doppelgangers. Um, and <laughs> one of them yells out, Ophelia, call the police! <laughs> and Ophelia says, okay, playing Fuck the Police by N.W.A. That's so funny! <laughs> and so the rest of the scene is soundtracked by Fuck the Police by N.W.A. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. <laughs> it's really good. If you just hear most of the song, <laughs> it's very good uh but yeah us is very good go see it go support uh it's apparently doing very well financially which is very good yeah awesome yeah um i like hearing about movies doing well that are good movies yeah especially movies that have like a good like diverse cast yeah absolutely yeah that's, it proves I'm hoping... that uh it proves that we want movies like that so hopefully they'll make more exactly i'm hoping that this dora movie is one good and also does well yeah yeah uh, I, it sounds cute like it sounds like yeah, an interesting movie cute. i'm like legitimately like kind of excited for it yeah i want to hear how it does yeah uh i got worried about it at first because i heard it was being produced by michael bay was that a joke i feel like that was a joke i think it's real oh fuck he's producing it but not directing it okay which so... is an important distinction i think it yeah. might be just his production studio is like handling production for it. let me see exactly. if dora doesn't explode i want my money back <laughs> Uh, it is not being produced by Michael Bay. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, Michael Bay's uh, Platinum Dunes producing, though Bay himself would not be involved with the production. So it's just his production company, Platinum Dunes. Oh, okay. Dunes. So that's good. Yeah, God. <laughs> good, <laughs> I, was good, really, good. I was really not looking forward to a Dora the Explorer movie, like, legitimately directed by Michael Bay. <laughs> That's interesting. So apparently Platinum Dunes mostly does horror movies. Huh. They do The Purge, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre uh, reboot from 2003, the Friday the 13th remake from 2009 with Jared Padalecki of Supernatural. Yep. Uh, The one one that's in the same universe as the Transformers series. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, (laughs) shit. That explains explains the Michael Bay connection there. Yeah. Um uh nightmare on elm street the 2010 remake ouija which i saw in the cinemas and was terrible (laughs) i think my mom saw it and thought it was like scary but not necessarily good yeah i didn't think it was scary or good it was mostly jump scares i mean and it's like the it's like the fake out jump scares of like they're walking in a house and like someone walks up behind them and like you see the hand grab them and they turn around like (gasps) and it's like their friend like hey what are you doing you know, it's like... Oh, I hate those. I hate those so much. Anyway, Platinum Dunes also produced A Quiet Place. Oh, okay, yeah. That yeah. one did really well. Yeah, hopefully... Yeah, Danny Trejo is voicing Boots the Monkey, and <laughs> Benicio Del Toro is voicing Swiper the Fox. Wow. Amazing. I wonder if they're gonna bring in any of the other door characters. Like, like, if they're gonna bring in, like... like abuela? The... <laughs> like a grandma? <laughs> I was gonna say, like, uh, what's the, um... Or, like, Issa the iguana, or, like, Tico the squirrel, Benny oh. the bull. Yeah, I, I have vaguely... to read these off the... 
I have to read these off the Wikipedia page because I do not remember their names. Yeah, I they like sound vaguely familiar. The only thing I remember was just like her grandma. I remember her grandma being in like a couple of episodes. I don't remember the grandma much. I remember Diego because he had the spinoff show Go Diego Go. Yeah, he had like his own spinoff. That makes sense. Yeah. Um. I remember there was a bit about like stars. Like they had to like, they just introduced an entire season arc of like we have to save the stars. Oh whatever. yeah, they had like faces and shit. Yeah, they were like cute little star sonas or whatever. Yeah, I feel like I drew them as a kid a lot. I feel like I enjoyed Probably. the stars and I drew them. Yeah, I was always confused. Like, where, what, where? Why? <laughs> Why? Why stars? Why is this an entire season long arc? <laughs> Why are they in some episodes, but not all? What's the point of this? It's gamifying Dora. I don't know. Yeah! <laughs> well, it's Dora's like Super already... Mario Galaxy, but with stars. Yeah, well, Dora's already gamified, because, like, it has the whole, like, can you see the thing? And I then, wonder like, how the they're gonna cursor... do that in the movie. The cursor comes into screen and goes... Ding! <laughs> yeah. I don't think they're going to. I think... <laughs> I you really know fucking I think... hope not. I think that would be really stupid if they did that. <laughs> You know, it'd be really funny. It would be really funny if, like, uh, like Dora has to like pull out her computer at school or whatever, and she like uh loads up her computer and she like moves her mouse to like uh log in, and like the cursor is like big and blue, and like <laughs> whenever she clicks on something, you hear the noise. Of, like, yeah, that's funny. The show. <laughs> That'd this be a movie, fun little. This movie sounds like a story break episode. It does. It sounds... Yeah. I'm, like, like pretty sure they've done a Dora the Explorer episode. I'm gonna look probably. it up right now, because I, like, <laughs> am almost positive that they've done one. Almost certainly. They have a Carmen Sandiego episode. Ooh. They just uh, brought back Carmen Sandiego for Netflix. Yeah. With... I think it's Gina Rodriguez from Jane the Virgin as Carmen Sandiego. Carmen Sandiego's a thief, right? I don't know. I, I never watched... So she's <sighs> a thief. I don't know. I never watched the original. Me neither. All I know is she has a big hat. Yep, and she wears a lot of red. Yeah. And okay. where is she? Who knows? Yeah, I don't. I don't know if they've. I don't think they actually did a Dora one. Damn it! That was all for nothing. Oh well. Damn. <laughs> so we're gonna wrap it up today for uh, today's episode of Best Boys. But I have a fuck. That was really bad. <clears throat> I have a thing, and we're done. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> What's your thing? Oh, um. We're going to wrap it up today for this episode, but uh, one of the things that Jesse and I were talking about doing in the future is um, we're trying to figure out a way to go live for maybe some drawing streams on my end. Um, Y'all can watch me draw and like ask us questions or talk to us or whatever. Um, we're thinking about going live just on YouTube or maybe Twitch. I don't have a Twitch at all, but I feel like YouTube might I be do. easier. Yeah, I do, but I think YouTube's probably easier. Yeah, and it's with the rest of our stuff and we could just save the video are we able to save the video and like post it yes okay so yeah i'd like to do some drawing streams in the future maybe like while i'm working on backgrounds for my storyboards or whatever or i'm storyboarding lime man y'all can like hang out with us while we uh 
while I draw and Jesse and I talk and hang out or whatever on Discord. But yeah, I think that would be something cool to look into in the future. We're still trying to figure it out like technically, but um, if anybody has any suggestions for that, please let us know. But that's something yeah. that I thought would be cool to do in the future, and we will keep y'all posted. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find us on social media. I'm at Boy on both Twitter and Instagram, G-O-U-A-C-H-E, if you want to check out stuff that I'm doing. Um, if you want to check out Lime Man's progress or some of my ceramic stuff that I'm working on, those are very fun. And Jesse, where can we find you? Under the basement. <laughs> Under the basement. <laughs> You can find me at I'm Okay Things on Twitter or at uh, GrinchFat on Instagram. Most of my Instagram is me taking selfies in my bathroom. Uh, <laughs> and most of my Twitter is me occasionally retweeting a meme and liking a lot of stuff and linking to my NSFW Twitter. <laughs> Sweet. That is on private, so... You won't just, like, accidentally find that. You won't just accidentally find that. No cishets. Sorry to be heterophobic, but... (laughs) Not to be heterophobic, but... But I'm gonna be. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, that's gonna be it for us today. Um, You guys have a good one. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Best Boys, and we will see you next time.